Hey friends, welcome to Real Stories of Life with God, a podcast with a pretty explanatory title, because that's what we're here for, a conversation with real people about their unique life with God. I'm your host, Chelsea Eubank, and I'm so glad you're here. Let's jump into today's episode. All right, so introduce us to you. Tell us, give us a little context. Hey, um, my name is Gay Bearden, and I am, you want me to tell my age? If you want. Okay, I'm 59 years old, I'll be <laughs> 60 in a few months, and I'm vintage as of my birthday, as my husband tells me. Uh, I have a husband, Greg. I have three children, grown children, and they are married. Uh, I grew up in Alabama, moved all over the place. I live now in Georgia, and just that's basically my family part, and I'm a music teacher, and I'm a children's book author. I love that. that. Okay, so that may may answer some of the, give us two to three things that People might not know about you or mm-hmm. things that are interesting about you. Or yeah. Well, <clears throat> I wanted to be a park ranger when I was <laughs> growing up. I thought that would be so cool to go out west and be there. Mm-hmm. And then also along that same line, I wanted to work at a dude ranch. I know. Isn't that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wanted to work at a dude ranch. Yes. And I also wrecked the driver's education car in the 70s, but I still <gasps> passed. Well, that was a, I can't decide if that was a merciful teacher. Well, no. Or just like a, I know. it wasn't in your control. What happened? Right. Maybe. Yeah. So he was very, he was really understanding. That like makes me anxious just thinking about that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I'm a safe driver now. Maybe that's what <laughs> helped me become a safe driver. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, man. The things we learn as we grow, right? And mm-hmm. experience life. <laughs> Yeah, those are cool. A park ranger. Yeah. I would have never thought about that. Yeah. Very cool. I love it. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to jump us off with a few of the verses that were kind of stirred some of our initial questions. So it comes from Matthew 22. Jesus is asked um, what the greatest commandment in the law is. And he says, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment. And a second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend all the law and the prophets. So, the thing we want to ask is, what currently stirs your love for God? That's a great question. I love these questions because it gets you to think Mm -hmm. about that kind of stuff. And what stirs my love for God is seeing Him active in my everyday Mm -hmm. life. I do the same thing every day. But He's there Mm -hmm. every day, and He is different even though my life is the same. So it's, it's just really neat to see how he, he shows me something different in the Word or he shows me something funny. Mm. I mean, I, it's so cool you, when you see something funny and you know God's showing it to you. But um, that stirs me to know that he's present. Mm. I remember being in college, I think, and... Having grown up in the church, you know, I knew God the Father, I knew about Jesus, but the Holy Spirit was a person that hadn't really, um, I'd maybe talked to or learned about, but hadn't really experienced firsthand for myself. And I remember going off to college and kind of being alone for the first time. I remember depending on the Lord in a new way and realizing the great beauty and joy and adventure and having God with me all the time. Right. It changes anything, any ordinary moment. Is amazing because you can talk to God, you can listen to God, or yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, it it really is the indwelling of the Holy Spirit is what they didn't have when Jesus was walking with them, and He had to go away Mm -hmm. so that we could have that. 
uh, and he was so wise, of course. We, the disciples wanted him with them, and we could think, oh, what if Jesus were walking around with us? Mm-hmm. But we have him with us individually mm-hmm. through the power of the Holy Spirit. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. It also says the value that God places on that for us. Mm-hmm. Like, it's better for me that I go away, is what he says. You're like, how can that be better? Right. And it was like, if you deem this valuable enough, I want to deem it valuable, mm-hmm. you know, that you're with me all the time. Yes. That's amazing. I love that. So, on the other hand, is there something that currently stifles your love mm-hmm. for the Lord? Yes. Um, when I've been thinking about that, I think of my life uh, layers, you know, and I would like to get down to just maybe one or two layers, mm-hmm. but our life has a lot of layers right now with responsibilities and just things happening in our life. And um, it, I get so covered by that, that it's hard to see through them and see God at work. Mm. And um, so that's what stifles, I think, maybe my focus. Mm. Because when I'm looking for Him, I can see. But if all I'm looking at is all the layers on top of me, Mm. then I can't focus and I can't see Him. Yeah. That's a good way of putting that. Are there things, are there practices or habits that you have found that help you refocus mm. or reorient right but prayer mm-hmm. is a really big thing because I, I can feel it uh, when I have um, anxiety mm-hmm. within me and I'm just it's stirred up and I know that's not of God because of all the stresses mm-hmm. and he wants us to cast our cares on him because he cares for us so I pray to cast my care on him mm-hmm. I love the the Old Testament uh, verse that says this uh, prophet came and laid it all out before God. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing that I ask the Holy Spirit to remind me, just to lay it all out before mm-hmm. God so that I can have my focus again. Mm-hmm. And and He'll do it. And nothing goes away, mm-hmm. but everything seems doable now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's a really good reminder mm-hmm. to build in the habit of casting your care. And I guess as we grow in our faith and our relationship with the Lord, that becomes quicker. You know, like I could say 10 years ago, it might have taken me weeks to come back or repent or right. draw back. But I feel like now it takes me hours. Mm-hmm. Maybe you just know the right place. You know the right. And even if it takes you some time, you know where to turn. Right. Which is, which is a grace, I think, to grow in that. Okay, so thinking about the Lord, then if you could, how would you fill in the blank? The truth that God is blank means a lot to me because... Blank. The truth that God is sovereign means a lot to me because I know my day, my life, is not an accident and that everything's going to have purpose. Mm. The sovereignty in that is very comforting to me that everything does have a purpose. Mm. Yeah, and, and if I get my purpose from that, then the things that are happening in the world and in my family or any of that, just life, it's not as big mm. as it could be because I know he's he has a purpose for it. Mm. You know, that all things work together. Yes. A verse in Romans is just wonderful because it does. Mm. Years ago, I did a Names of God study, and... You know, there's all of the wonderful names, but the basic name Jehovah, Mm. 
is the one that just really just was wonderful to me because he never changes. He's the great I am. He's Jehovah. He never changes, and every part of him is consistent. He can't change, and he cannot deny himself. He cannot deny his name. So that's the the truth to know. I can put my feet on his rock, you know, and he's going to put me up there, and then I'm able to stand. That's good. I think his immutability, you know, mm-hmm. his cannot change, um, probably means the most to me. Also, mm. the fact that they they won't co- they don't contradict each other. You know, he can't not be who he says he's going to be. Right. No matter what my circumstances are telling me, or no matter what I'm feeling, mm-hmm. it's been huge for me too. Mm. Many faceted jewel. One last question. Uh-huh. Close this out. What's something you're currently looking forward to? Anytime my family can get all of us together, that's what I look forward to. You know, as we grow and as they get older and their lives expand, it's so hard to get us all together. And uh, when they come in, it's just wonderful. And then it seems like two minutes and they're gone. Mm. And my husband and I stand at the door and say, didn't they just get here? (laughs) But that's, that's the thing that I just look forward to. Are they all in town? Are they out of town? I yes. Sort of. Rebecca and John are over in Edgefield, which is only 30 minutes away. But, you know, they're all busy and mm-hmm. all, all have careers and stuff. And and I like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I can see them growing and living life and doing. I just like to have them together every now and then. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I feel like I would be the same way. Well, thank you very much for taking the time. You're welcome. It means a lot to me. Yeah, I love these today. questions. They they. Got me to thinking about some different things, and I think this is a great idea. Sweet. Thank you. You're welcome. Listening, friends, it means a lot that you added us to your day today. Thank you so much. Wherever you find yourself on your journey with Jesus, I hope you finished this episode with your faith cheered, refreshed, or strengthened. Until next time. Mm